Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Matt Rasmussen, the founder and CEO of Mode One Technologies, a cloud-based software framework that enables remote data collection from smartphones. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm good, Ari. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited about our conversation. So yeah, tell, us, yeah, absolutely. tell us about your background and the genesis of Mode One. So I've been in the e-discovery space for about 22 years now. I started like a lot of people as a copy jockey behind a, a print machine and scanning documents there and kind of rode the wave through technology starting as far as back as like 2001. So it was on the vendor side for a while, worked at Bing McCutcheon, United Lex. And then before starting mode one, I was uh, running the technology group over at O'Melveny and Myers. What problem does mode one solve? I had the most experience of this out at my time at O'Melveny, but we were just interacting with too many custodians that were very upset that we were having to collect everything from smartphones. So if I needed business communications from text or they were communicating via WhatsApp, I had to explain to these custodians that we had to do a full image of their phone take that to a lab and then have some stranger kind of parse through it and find the relevant material while weeding through all the non-relevant and very private material. So that's what kind of turned on the light bulb for me is that I know that my phone can send gigabytes of data in an hour, speeds really fast. It's a very advanced computer that's in your pocket. And so we decided that we needed to figure out how we could solve that privacy problem. Why do we have to grab everything similar to like what we were doing with laptops in the late 2000s? We used to do full forensic images of laptops, but now that we have advanced tools, we can be targeted and and grab just the the data we need and leave the rest behind. With that in mind, how has the way that your clients approach mobile device data preservation evolved? The biggest thing that we're seeing is most of the clients that we talk to, cell phones or smartphones are a big kind of taboo source that's It may be violating their own privacy policies to collect everything. So there's been so many people that we've talked to where if there's a phone component, they are usually trying to find a way to ignore or kind of leave that out of the scoping calls just because there's a very small amount of relevant data you need, but you have to collect a high amount of private non-responsive data. So it makes it very expensive, very intrusive. So now that we've got more advanced technology in the market, we're seeing a big adoption of, oh, I can go in and target the text messages. I can go in and target the WhatsApp. I can leave all the the family photos from skiing on the phone. As they are learning that those tools and techniques are now available to them, now we're starting to see an incredible spike on being able to address that, uh, that specific data source. What are the most common mistakes associated with collecting data from smartphones? I mean, this is something we preach. I think the biggest mistake is you needed to, I think the very first like question you need to ask is what you need off the phone, right? Is it like a criminal matter? Is it like an intellectual property leak? Then we'd be the first ones to say, don't make a pristine copy of that phone, see every way that they're communicating. So I think that's one thing is that determining what you need off the device, you don't want to under collect. You also don't want to over collect. The other thing is When people are starting to talk about text messaging, they have to understand that text messaging is a very narrow way to talk about short message communication. So 
texting could be SMS, iMessage, MMS type of communications. But a lot of times, like when I was at O'Melveny, my my associates would also be wanting the Slack, the Teams, the WhatsApp data, any sort of texting communication data. So that's one of the things specifically in meet and confers is there's a common mistake to ask for text messages. Well, you need to be a little bit more broad talking about how they're communicating. Because if you imagine new chat apps are appearing on the app store every day, there's new modes of, of ways to communicate. So to be very narrow and say that I just need text messages, that may be a little too narrow in the scope. So that's one of the biggest mistakes that we see just when we're collecting from smartphones. We just want to make sure that we're addressing all the available sources on that device. And what best practices should people apply when they are collecting those files from mobile devices? We preach this all the time. Really, it is custodian privacy. And I brought up the example earlier about the laptop. We don't want to overcollect. We know how prolific data can be today. So when we're addressing these types of you know data sources, we really need to make sure that we are being like protecting that privacy, making sure that we're only collecting the most relevant material that we need. Those really need to be the best practices, specifically when we're talking about phones. We don't collect everyone's email. We don't collect the entire file server from a company, what we're looking for and where that's located. Mode one is just now being able to apply that best practice to smartphones where historically we've had to collect everything. How can organizations keep track of the data types that continue to emerge? One of the things that we built in there is the ability to be pulling what apps are installed on the device. So we're able to give a, a kind of a quick response time if there are apps that are not allowed on corporate devices or are not allowed on BYOD devices, right? There may just be some company policies. So we are giving some amount of optics about what's available on the device, but from new tech emerging and, and new applications, new communication styles, really you just have got to find the right like tech writer or follow the right blogs about what those are because they can pop up they can be very popular they could not be popular what we try to do is we try to categorize those applications and what the purpose is of the app is it for communication is it for social media things like that but staying on top of what's emerging that's changing every day so i think really kind of keeping your pulse on on the technology market is is a, a big thing. And that's one of the things that we started a blog just to kind of help kind of address some of those things as they're as we're seeing them, like one of the trends that we're starting to see is that flip phones are starting to reemerge, right? Parents love that they their kids aren't going to be on on social media, aren't going to be browsing the internet, but they can call and text them. So there's just weird trends like that 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 are popping up all the place. So we're trying to kind of help keep people informed on on what's changing and what's new. But it really is a difficult job just because if you think about it, any person in the entire world could start their own app tomorrow if they wanted to. So we're trying to do our best to stay on top of that. We're already seeing the trend where phones are now becoming like the mode of communication. So your email can sync there. That's your personal email, your professional email. You've got texting, WhatsApp, Signal. Those tools are now even being able to be a Teams and Slack. Those are mobile-based apps now because everyone knows that they can conduct their business on that you know, machine that sits in their pocket. So millennials are now the largest workforce in the U.S. labor market. And so 
And we see, you know, phone usage of millennials and Gen Zs following shortly behind there. The fact that it's so easy to use your phone to conduct business, specifically when we're in a, a very high work from home or work remotely kind of environment, we really do think that all business communications are going to really start funneling the majority of the time through smartphones. So that's why we think we're putting a lot of you know time and technology behind how this industry is kind of evolving. We, we're slowly pulling away from email, and now we're starting to use short message communication platforms. How do you see this process evolving? We're already seeing the trend where phones are now becoming like the mode of communication. So your email can sync there. That's your personal email, your professional email. You've got texting, WhatsApp, Signal. Those tools are now even being able to be like Teams and Slack. Those are mobile-based apps now because everyone knows that they can conduct their business on that you know, machine that sits in their pocket. So millennials are now the largest workforce in the US labor market. And so as we see you know, phone usage of millennials and Gen Zs following shortly behind there, the fact that it's so easy to use your phone to conduct business, specifically when we're in a, a very high work from home or work remotely kind of environment, I, we really do think that all business communications are gonna really start funneling majority of the time through smartphones. So that's why we think we're putting a lot of time and technology behind how this industry is kind of evolving. We're slowly pulling away from email and now we're starting to use, you know, these short message communication platforms. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Matt Rasmussen, the founder and CEO of Mode One Technologies, a cloud-based software framework that enables remote data collection from smartphones. Matt, thanks so very much. Awesome. Thanks for your time, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.